0: Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love with Rihanna Milne, where we show you how to have the positive mindset for success in all life areas so you can grow beyond difficult transitions and evolve from those challenging moments that may have influenced your past but will not define your future. It's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve as we teach you the exact skills needed to attract and keep a lasting, emotionally healthy, and conscious relationship. Now, please welcome your host, certified life dating and relationship coach, trauma professional, and best selling author, Rihanna Milne.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to show 10. Boy, I feel like I've been doing this for months and we're only on show 10, but this is a good one. So you want to tune in. This is lessons in life and love. And tonight's topic is why do you attract toxic partners? How to spot the emotional manipulator, including the narcissist, borderline, and bipolar personality types. Such an important topic. I am Rihanna Milne. I am a global certified life dating and relationship coach and clinical trauma professional and a number one bestselling author. This educational podcast airs every Monday night from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern time and helps adults of all ages to heal from past childhood adverse events and abusive relationship trauma or difficult life transitions that are impacting them today as women and men in both life and love so you can learn to transform a negative fear-based mindset into a positive and purpose-filled conscious and evolved mindset to achieve success in all life areas no matter your age whether you're straight or lgbt or if you're single or in an exclusive relationship you definitely can have the life you desire and the love relationship that you deserve do take advantage of getting your personal questions answered by me tonight during this live radio show just call in between now and 6:45 for free advice and the number is 866-451-1451 that's 866-451-1451 and have your question or comment ready when you call in to talk to me and if you can't wait and really want to meet with me personally and discuss your situation in detail All you have to do is simply apply for a free life and love transformation discovery session. It is a $500 value. You just go to my website, regannamillin.com, fill out the pop-up form, tell me your story, and I'll see how I can help you best. All those letters are read personally by me because I totally understand the confidentiality factor. Now, let's get started. And remember, if you hear something you know will benefit a friend or loved one, please be an angel of love and share the show link. And you can get all the show archives now at my new podcast website, which is lessonsinlifeandlove.com. And you can also hear us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart and TuneIn Radio but whatever the listening platform of your choice is please go in there and rate the show and leave me a comment or a question if you do have a question just write me directly on my website link at lessonsinlifeandlove.com it is finally up and all nine shows are on there for you to listen to let's get right to this topic and start out with why are you attracting toxic partners? Then we're going to go into the definition of that. What is codependency? What is RRS, which is relationship of repetition syndrome? What are the signs you're settling for less than you deserve? What are some of the traits from the red flag warning checklist when you're out there dating? What are the emotional manipulators? How do we describe that? And we're going to go into three of them tonight. The narcissist, the borderline personality trait and the bipolar person. It's so important for you to know and understand if I can help save you from heartache, that's why I'm here. I love this quote to start with by Begwin Sheree Ranesh. If you depend on someone for your happiness, you are becoming a slave, you're becoming dependent, you're creating bondage, and you depend on so many people, they then all become subtle masters. They all exploit you in return. And there is definitely a difference between emotionally healthy, conscious, and evolved love, which is very deeply ingrained in spirituality, and love that comes from the ego sense that's based totally just on attraction or what people call chemistry, which is one of the worst ways to follow love and other shallow aspects of a person. It's really important to know the person, the character, the qualities of someone when you're looking for a good quality relationship. The victims actually of an emotional manipulator are often exceptionally kind forgiving, generous, caring, honest, hardworking, spiritually based, intelligent, socially confident and accomplished people. They often help anyone in a pinch and make a loyal, lifelong friend. They also could be considered sometimes codependent, selfless, giving, people pleasing and compromising all as a result of their childhood relationships and the way they choose to cope within their family situation. The emotional manipulator is defined as selfish, controlling, distant and self-centered and they love to fall in love with the person I described prior. They're immediately drawn to them. The emotional manipulator does crave love and they go off after that soft hearted person. They are irresistible and they compel the codependent to fall in love with someone appearing to be a perfect psychological and physical match, but who later becomes abusive, self centered, demeaning and dishonest. So This attraction is so strong that both partners feel addicted to each other and stay in the relationship no matter what the cost. Now, again, you don't always know that they're going to be an emotional manipulator up front because they're very good at their game. So sometimes it takes a while. But The person that's able to leave and trying to leave in a kind and loving way, they often get hurt in the process because the emotional manipulator is so angry and toxic and destructive on the back end. Very often this seductive, lust filled romance, a movie type of courtship falls way to a painful pattern of unhealthy love, deceit, dysfunction, then again rekindled hope and passion. And then further disappointment, it's a horrible toxic cycle. The pair is often seen from the outside as a dream couple when other people witness their intense love, attraction and affection for one another. Few realize though that the dream state of this relationship that seems perfect will soon segue into cheap drama, heartbreak and failure. Both partners may have endured in their past a dysfunctional family pattern that included some form of neglect, abuse or abandonment. The toxic partner may have one of three personality disorders, antisocial, borderline, or narcissistic. He or she is often addicted to cheap drama, sex, drugs, alcohol, seductive romantic love, and spending money or gambling. A relationship that was once a sexual high full of lust, emotional validation, and excitement for the toxic partner suddenly feels restrictive. This leaves the toxic partner with a desperate need to escape when the relationship faces any difficult challenges of basic daily living. They may act impulsively or indestructibly to sabotage the relationship so it could end suddenly, and then once out, he misses and craves the emotional connection and attention that the kind codependent offered, leading him back to the same partner and the seduction phase begins all over again. These unhealthy patterns are definitely the direct result of early childhood traumas, causing repetitive, lifelong relationships that are often painful and dysfunctional. What once served as both an unconscious and conscious means to survive early childhood trauma later develops into habitual behavior attraction blueprints that are very difficult to change. The person who is drawn to a toxic partner frequently has deep-seated feelings about love and routinely chooses harmful people all unconsciously, despite their conscious desires not to do so. It's almost as if they were forced against their will and are wildly attracted to the same type time after time that will only bring them despair. Their unconscious mind rules this insanity and creates an irresistible attraction, which people call chemistry, towards a certain type of partner. Without the knowledge and the education, and this is the type of coaching that I do, why they do what they do that they are pulling from unconscious patterns from their childhood, they're going to live a life of brief whirlwind romantic excitement and sexual highs that lead to unfulfilled love and painful relationships. So that's really what the toxic relationship and partner dynamic looks like. So what is codependency? Let's talk about the kind codependent who's just trying to love someone. Yes, they do still have childhood trauma, but they're not destructive. They are very supportive. Their love patterns can include let's say it's the woman who's codependent on her man. So she falls in love with what she believes to be the toxic partner's potential, and she thinks she can fix him if he needs help, and he often asks for help. She's lonely and settles for the toxic person despite sensing that something is wrong, and they just keep hanging in there because of the romance and passion so deep. She believes her partner's insensitivity or jealousy shows care and love for her. She loves the drama of the chase or seduction. It feels like a high to her. She's afraid to speak up, instead she avoids conflict and lets her partner take control. She just doesn't want to cause conflicts, problems, or anger, and she often just looks over some things that she should really be taking seriously. She feels sorry for her partner's horrible childhood and has this loving compassion for them. She doesn't trust her own instincts and stays in the toxic relationship after discovering deception. And that's the real part of pain and survival. If you notice the toxic partner's traits as soon as you do, that's when you should move on. She loves a few traits about her partner, but ignores the red flags of several toxic behaviors. She believes she can tame her wild partner and thinks he will settle down once they are married. Or she believes that just because her toxic partner cheated on past lovers, their own relationship will be different and that he'll act honorably this time. So remember that you can never change another person. It's essential to discuss background histories during the first or second date. And if you discover signs of cheating or toxic behavior, believing that this love relationship will be any different because of you just becomes wishful thinking that player mentality by the way rarely changes the major reason you feel so addicted to the toxic person is that he does have some positive quality and the unconscious pull is happening for you due to your past childhood trauma he can be extremely romantic tell you how different you are from any other person, make you feel cherished, beautiful and wanted. Yes, these are all lovely qualities. You can see that he's strongly attracted to you. There are reasons you hang in there so long, hoping to get back that beginning spark, But you need to love yourself more. You need to think and feel that you really deserve to receive healthy, stable, loving relationship and a partner. Toxic people have a specific pattern of repeating the same poor behaviors in each relationship. Then they blame their partner. Their immature conduct is selfish, rude, deceitful, manipulative, cold, controlling and passive aggressive let's give this example a womanizing man will not be faithful for long in an exclusive relationship even though his partner is devoted beautiful and sexually attractive and pleases him he'll try to convince you that he cheated only because his wife was nasty cold or impossible remember there's two sides to every story but the saying is most often true once a cheater always a cheater because it defines basic character and value systems moral codes. So, you know, either you believe in monogamy and being honorable to your partner or you don't and women or men who chronically cheat does so to boost their own ego So their own lack of self-esteem is coming through when they are desiring someone else and can't speak up enough to you to say hey babe things have got to change here maybe our romance is slipping or our intimacy time is not as much as I would like can we do something about it that's what a mature emotionally healthy man would do but the other one would just go out and cheat because he wants more sex okay so if you're being pursued by an unavailable man who is married, engaged, or in an exclusive relationship, it's only going to be a matter of time before he strays on you. Never marry the affair if you had one. And number two, question why you're having an affair with an unavailable man in the first place. You got to look at that. The trust levels are already at zero. You feel totally jealous and insecure each time that toxic person goes out the door and you are roped in into a toxic relationship right there. But you have the ability to choose. They're involved somewhere else. They are not available for an emotionally healthy love, period. Many toxic people lie about the relationship status, claiming they're single when in fact they're married. Unfortunately, this often happens online and this can often be discovered long after the facts when dating this person. If that occurs, you want to cut your losses and get out right away because this is obviously deception and you are dating a toxic partner. If you discover the person has adverse legal issues, discuss whether these are past or present events. If he has three martinis on your first date within the hour or had several DUIs, there's going to be an alcohol problem. You want to date consciously, meaning that you're aware enough to look for anything and everything that is a warning sign. Ask a lot of questions and listen intently. Watch your date's body language and facial expressions. Inquire about his family background, birth order, his relationship with his parents and siblings, where he was raised. Because if you grew up in an upscale environment, be very wary of those from a lower economic status is searching from the good life and they're hoping to get it from you that's really important While dating, don't get romantically involved too soon. You need time to see if any toxic behavior or pattern emerges. It's human nature to desire love, sexual pleasure, connection, excitement, and mutual understanding with your dream partner, of course. But it's also best to wait until you know who you're giving yourself to, and that takes time. The key is to understand that negative attraction patterns can be altered by taking the time to slowly get to know a potential partner in an intelligent and in informed manner. As an aware, evolved and psychologically healthy person, you can recognize the right partner. And this then, when there's two emotionally healthy, evolved and conscious people, this can definitely then be a lifelong nurturing, supportive and a loving journey. That is the ideal. I love Dr. Zeth Meyer's PsyD book. It's called Dr. Zeth's Love Prescription. And he talks about relationship repetition syndrome or what they call RRS. RRS is a repetitive behavioral cycle that leads to the sabotaging of love relationships. You either idealize a partner externally, you try to save the wounded men, sacrifice yourself to prove your worthiness, or chase your desired partner. You're attracted to men who never meet your emotional needs, only later realize he's not good for you. People that often repeat toxic relationships, it happens because of childhood mistreatment, abandonment, I definitely would say abandonment is a big one, rejection, which is our trauma number seven, under personal trauma, neglect or abuse. In adulthood, there's an unconscious attempt to recreate and solve and heal the original trauma experience. Several factors lead to this repetition of choosing bad partners, which are fear, denial and impulsive coping style and distorted beliefs. As I'm talking to you about any of this, if you have questions or you think, oh, my gosh, I think I'm in a toxic cycle, call me. The number is 866-451-1451 because I know when my clients come to me, they are wrapped up in this toxic cycle and I see this quite a lot and people say, why do I fall in love with the same type of person but different face? That's what we call RRS. Breaking this down further, fear keeps you from good partners and compels you to repeat what you're already familiar with. Past trauma reminds you it isn't safe to love or trust another or to be vulnerable. Denial of past anger, sadness, emotional needs, or painful feelings is ongoing. You must be accountable for your role in the dysfunction of any relationship past or present and stop blaming your partner. Step up, recognize what you might have done and be consciously aware of it. And this is where you can correct your faulty behavior patterns from your childhood situation because lack of accountability obliges you to repeat the same patterns. So once you know what you're doing wrong and you say, I wanna do better, this is the beginning of your healing journey. An impulsive coping style involves behaving without thinking of the destructive consequences. This includes jumping into a relationship too quickly. You could have been bored, sad, lonely, and this includes addiction to high drama. I hear a lot of people say, well, I'm getting out of a bad relationship and I need time to heal which is fine. And they should become educated. It's a perfect time for coaching with me. But when they keep waiting too long then eventually they get so lonely, the first people wanting to give them time and attention, they often choose. And then it's toxic because they're just falling in love due to the, the loneliness factor. Distorted beliefs causes you to be overly attracted to the fantasy of romance and not to the realistic relationship with the responsible down to earth person. Dr. Meyer says the only way to have life Long love is to stop blaming and focusing on your partner and instead focus on yourself and your own behaviors and your choices. Meaning, become consciously aware of what you do, what you say, how you write. We talk about this in every show. You want to stop dating someone as soon as you see early signs of potential problems. You know, it used to be back in my day, I'm I'm talking to people now who are dating and they kind of brag. I've had a 15 year marriage, had a 20 year marriage, and then I ask, well, how many of those years were you happy? three four six five and say why didn't i get out when i should have gotten out but you know they stay to help try and raise the family or quote it's the right thing to do but they offer suffer from years and years of emotional abuse toxic abuse relationship trauma and i do see a lot of men and women who were swept up in that pattern it actually takes more strength to say i loved you this was great but it's just not working out bye good luck and god bless and move on so you can both find new and emotionally healthy love most people's core beliefs about themselves are rooted in a negative perception of worthiness or helplessness relationship repeaters are people who tend not to feel good enough and one or both core beliefs as a result of childhood experiences keep arising. How you feel about yourself in general does influence how you feel about your life overall and seriously influences whomever you choose to date so if you're emotionally healthy, spiritually grounded, consciously aware. You're going to see a lot, first of all, where you're not going to date someone if you're online. You might choose one out of 15. Then once you start chatting and talking, you're going to recognize signs right off the bat. Then on date one or two, when you take coaching under my system, you know the questions to ask to see if they're emotionally healthy and if you're going to be compatible. So a loving partner is one who will focus on your emotional needs, care about your feelings and respect that his choices affect you in a negative or positive way that's what a conscious person does they do what's for the good of all they do what's good for the team which is you two as a couple you must also have faith and believe that you are worthy to give and receive love that you will find that lasting emotionally healthy conscious love and you have to know exactly what you're looking for and it is precise you put all your life spheres together in order and that's what we do in life coaching first and then when I teach you the love coaching part you learn how to have healthy self-love and confidence and know what questions to ask and what your requirements are when it comes to love and a loving partner. Then when you're feeling amazing about yourself and life, you're going to refuse to accept any negative, neglectful treatment of you or towards you. There are some ways to help stop the repeating pattern. First, you're gonna slow down the dating process so you can make sound judgments. Take your time, there's something called the 90 day rule where you date for 90 days or 12 long dates and you really, really get to know each other a lot in a good amount of time. Well, around 90 days, you know, people may have an argument or quote an issue. I teach my couples only to have an issue, not an argument. And it's okay to respect your partner's opinion enough and them as a person to let them have their opinion. And likewise, you can have your separate opinion. You don't have to think and act alike in every way. You're entitled to different opinions. So you learn different ways to compromise, negotiate, talk through issues. And that's super important. You feel personally balanced yourself and a leader anxiety and mood changes. There are none. You're feeling wonderful about your life. You're happy. You've already created the life that is wonderful in all your areas, whether it's family, children, career, finances, your home environment. Everything is balanced and feeling amazing. And now you have room for that equally ready, emotionally healthy, conscious, evolved person. Third, keep a journal to monitor your feelings and have a sponsor or a coach to tell you honestly if you're going after the wrong person and help you to make better choices. Have realistic expectations and don't obsess about the romance factor. Each person should have a full positive life and stay healthy, and emotionally functional and productive before they meet you. It's not like they're looking to meet you to have the life they finally want. You will be the icing on the cake of an already amazing life. And the last is you know how to self-soothe and possess strong coping skills so that you don't become overly dependent on anyone. Maintain your ongoing healthy and nourishing activities that will keep you balanced. And it's two balanced people that make a wonderful relationship. There are signs that you're settling for less than you deserve. And we're going to go into that next. I love this quote from H. Jackson Brown Jr. Choose your life, mate carefully. From this one decision will come 90% of all your happiness or misery. Oh my God, that's so true, isn't it? I wish I knew now what I did not know in my 20s and 30s. It's okay. I'm helping you all learn this stuff so you can change your life and have healthier relationships as well emotional manipulators let's go into that they are considered toxic people because of the pain and destruction they create they're self-centered and they are habitually attracted to the codependent or the loving and giving partner this leads to the strong chemical magnetic attraction that resists change and leads to repetitive breakups broken promises and abusive relationships toxic people are resistant to therapy because they believe nothing is wrong with them they're going to blame you and say it's always your fault and in most cases conventional therapy does not change these personality types. However, with intensive coaching, which is what I do for those with childhood trauma, I have seen these types change when they understand what they're doing and why. Because my quote is, you cannot change what you don't understand. And disliking being alone, the emotional manipulator seeks the codependent to take care of them. Initially, when the manipulator feels desired and indispensable, is taken care of by their devoted partner, this dance of the new relationship moves well and is full of love and passion. But to manipulate constant control, demands, put-downs, perfectionism, and abuse leads to a severe imbalance and then often a backlash from the codependent person. This then leads to a deeper need to control pushing the manipulator into a tantrum of raging anger and this is when these relationships fall apart manipulators are repelled by their own personality type and find there's simply no chemistry if they're meeting someone while they're outdating. dating they definitely go for who they perceive is weaker and super loving when he meets the female the opposite personality type of his self the manipulator feels huge infatuation chemistry sexual attraction and electrifying love that's intense and addictive. And then they create this dependence on one another. The romantic phase where they can't be without each other keeps them returning to the relationship after many breakups. And when the breakup occurs, the love addiction causes physical and psychological withdrawal. Love addiction is said to be as potent as addiction to cocaine and severe emotional pain. So loneliness, fear, anxiety about the future, craving their love object, all overtake their will to stay away. Consciously, the codependent know their partner is bad for them, but the addiction becomes a constant battle to try and stay away from them. Eventually, they break their own promises to move on, and too often they choose to return to that lover, looking for that beginning stage where they felt so nourished and cherished. Both these roles, whether they're codependent or the emotional manipulator, are often fixed and very resistant to change and can be lifelong until you go into intensive coaching. When the codependent questions their role or displays the backlash against the control and anger of the emotional manipulator, these relationships then fall apart and the controlling person is actually weaker than the codependent. That's often the case, whether professionally, financially, or in self-esteem. The codependent, if they wait too long to take their power, the controller will destroy more than just the relationship. They're trying to destroy their reputation them financially in any way with their anger. So if you sense you have this type of person, the sooner you leave, the better. Stable relationships require healthy values and balance in each partner. And they both need a significant level of self-worth, respect, self-esteem, and strong personal boundaries that protect them from the unhealthy love. Okay, so we are going to a brief break. You are listening listening to Lessons in Life and Love on Bold Brave Media Global Network.
0: Our resources at JobsAnnex.com will help each applicant construct an award-winning resume, an eye-catching cover letter, and key interview questions to ask in various types of interviews. Best of all, it's free. JobsAnnex.com. That's J-O-B-S-A-N-N-E-X.com. Hey,
1: we're back. Welcome. Then. You are listening to Lessons in Life and Love and I am I'm your global life and love coach, Rihanna Milne. So thank you for being with me tonight. I hope you're learning a lot. This is such important stuff because so many people enter these toxic, repetitive relationships that really, really break their heart. So I am trying to change the way the world loves one listener at a time. So let's keep going on why you're settling for less than you deserve sometimes people do try to talk themselves into a relationship because they feel lonely and they're afraid that no one better will come along this is definitely living in a lack mentality and my coaching is really around positive mindset for success knowing that the world is abundant knowing exactly who you are and getting your life in a very positive light and then you go out and date and you're dating from a huge sense of strength but here's some signs that you're settling for less than you deserve what I'm sharing with you tonight is all from from my book, Love Beyond Your Dreams, Break Free of Toxic Relationships to Have the Love You Deserve, the number one bestseller in couples therapy and women and spirituality and number two in psychology on Amazon. It can be bought there. You can get sample chapters at my website rianamilne.com for this book and its sister book, Live Beyond Your Dreams, From Fear and Doubt to Personal Power, Purpose and Success. And they are meant to go together because one's about life and one's about love. And they are very good books. They're both rated five stars if you do read them please be a love and give me a comment on Amazon I truly would appreciate it so signs are settling for less than you deserve you see a person's potential but he has to be fixed rescued or seems overly needy you see a lot in common but you're neglecting obvious concerns or differences you find that they are very fun and sexy, or they own a big home in the fancy car and you're falling in love with that dream, the lifestyle, or has some other quality that you're focusing on, but deep down your intuition tells you something's wrong. Either he's overly outgoing, seeking attention with flirtation or the opposite sex, he's selfish or arrogant or controlling, or comes and goes at his own whim, and you don't want any of that. Your date is emotionally unavailable, meaning engaged, married, separated, or in the process of divorce these are all types to stay away from or they're recently out of relationship and they're just looking to date around and don't want anything serious and they'll probably say i don't really want anything serious and don't think you're going to change that type into your exclusive partner You don't want to be alone, so you overdo and emotionally chase a man to try to make this relationship work for you. You ignore your instincts that things are wrong because he rarely contacts you, which we call ghosting. When he does, it's for sexual reasons only, which we call a booty call. And you don't want to eat that. I mean, that's going to only push your self-esteem totally into the toilet. You keep forgiving his poor or neglectful behavior and provide him numerous chances to prove that he cares for you, and he always falls short. So why are you there? Oh, as soon as you create space, the law of attraction, which we did two weeks ago, will create the love that you desire and deserve. But you have to get rid of the losers, to be honest with you, and the toxic people that are not going to bring you the love that you desire. Now, I'm going to go into some of the red flags checklist that I received from David Steele from Relationship Coaching Institute. He was my coach, and I went for both singles and couples coaching in 2009 and 10 for about two and a half years half years. And I also did the docuseries with him called Radical Dating, Finding Lasting Love Over 40. And he's had some amazing work in his collection. There's a huge collection of worksheets for us coaches. And this is one of my favorites. So I'm going to go into a few. There's 35 of them. So we don't have time for all of them. But here's a few that you should know. First, there's signs of addiction, gambling, sex, food, alcohol, drugs, spending as a workaholic. He would describe these behaviors as normal or not a problem but they seem excessive to you listen to your intuition even worse they may brag about his high sex drive if they do run fast especially on the first or second date they work harder than most to provide it's not that providing is a bad trait but it stems on the workaholism and they don't have any time for you, then that's going to be a problem. You witness impulsivity, secrecy, lack of control with saving or spending. There's constant irresponsibility, immaturity, or childlike behavior, including the need to break social rules. They feel the rules aren't for them. He's easily frustrated and then blames you or another, or you witness rage directed towards another. He seems to control or talk down to others, inflating his ability to control either coworkers, employees, clients, people that serve you. He just comes off as arrogant. He talks emotionally cold, distant and aloof. This is how he acts towards you, has trouble looking at you when you talk or is busy looking around the room for others to spot why he's with you he still talks about an ex-lover with sadness and yearning for their relationship you see signs of a lack of integrity in financial matters or when he deals with others he is negative judgmental compares himself to others as being better than them or tries to one-up you he lacks concern over things that matter to you saying they're not a big deal and he's always trying to be better than you He takes no responsibility for his actions. He will not apologize, show remorse, or any sense of guilt for his wrongdoings. He won't self-examine or admit fault or consider your suggestions or feedback. He breaks promises. He's often late, changes his mind or twists your words, trying to make you believe something else from what you know is factual and true. He will often blame you and do what we call negative false assumptions, assuming you're doing this, this and this, convince you it's absolutely true. You could say anything, but you're there. That's absolutely not true. And they're still convinced that it is. His self-description is not the truth, and he tells lies about who he is or his status and his career. There's often a lot of complaints in his career as well. He can't be responsible enough to do a good job in his career. He constantly creates drama with you or others because his behavior is inconsistent He's self-centered, talks about himself a lot, talks over you when you try to share your opinion because your opinion doesn't matter, or he gets loud and yells at you to, quote, be heard, unquote. When angry, he shuts down and refuses to communicate for days. He won't take your calls, emails, or respond to your texts, making you feel punished and ignored. You find yourself falling for what you see as his potential or try to change him into what you want and seeing for real who he is. You may be able to invoke a temporary change, but trust me, it won't last long. Now, these are just a few of the 35 warning signs to look for. If you want the rest of them, you have to coach with me uh, because we watch for all of this now. It's really, really important to watch. Okay, it's easy to become a victim or prey to this type of individual if you aren't careful choosing who you want in a partner. Choice begins by clearly defining your desires, wants, needs, and requirements in a future partner. And once defined, you'll compare every day to that well-memorized list that we created together. If they fall short, you easily can move on. You are not tied up in the outcome because you are being very consciously aware from the first moment. And when you can live by your created list of desired qualities and requirements, wants and needs you're going to see a lot of one and done dates we expect that you must date a lot of people to discover exactly what you want and find that person and refuse to settle for less and once you see a warning sign or a few or witness a lack of integrity in this character or there's lies you won't want to waste any more time on this person or go for a second date. Now, we're going to go into the types of toxic people and there are 19 of them in my book, but we're going to hit on some of the top three, I would say most popular because they are the most hated people, the most toxic people, very difficult. The first one is falls under the personality disorders, borderline, bipolar, narcissistic, antisocial, sociopath, psychopath, Obsessive, compulsive, avoidant, and schizotypical type. And these people are very difficult to treat. They create repetitive crisis within all the relationship and require more time in coaching than any other type of client. If they go, and they rarely choose to go because I believe their partner is always at fault and their motivation to change is very low. They may go once or twice. They'll put down the therapist. So you'll have to see six therapists in a row because they're not the right one. Anybody that does not agree with them they're going to call crazy and they don't know what they're talking about. It's so textbook. It's so ironic when somebody comes in like that with me and I just kind of laugh to myself and said, okay, well, here's a sociopath. And we just know it because their type is so well-defined. They rarely see anything wrong with themselves. They won't apologize. Instead, they always blame others, meaning you, the partner. They create many challenges with hidden agendas and generate severely toxic relationships. So let's go into the narcissist first, because this is one of the hugest buzzwords that I hear today. Oh, they're a narcissist, they're a narcissist. I said, no, honestly, they're probably a sociopath who is always a narcissist as well. Because all emotional manipulators and toxic partners have narcissistic traits. Okay, now in the DSM4, which is our diagnostic models for psychotherapists, here's some of the traits. These all start in early adulthood. There's a grandiose sense of self-importance, arrogance, and haughty attitudes as they look for excessive admiration from others. Two, they exaggerate their talents and achievements and are preoccupied with fantasies or behaviors of unlimited power, beauty, success, or an ideal love. Three, they expect to be recognized as superior without the matching achievements. Four, they have a sense of entitlement and unreasonable expectations from others. They want everybody to be perfect for them. And they only want to associate with other special or high status people. They take advantage of others to achieve their own gain. So that could be financially, lifestyle, they are like parasites six they lack empathy towards another's pain and refuse to recognize or identify with the feelings and needs of others seven they're often jealous of others and think others envy them now if your partner shows even half of these traits you have a narcissist on your hands they're generally selfish self-centered vain materialistic self-absorbed and worry only about themselves and lack empathy towards you they're never able to love another person or themselves because they're conceited selfish proud and aloof however mild narcissism can be healthy because it allows a sense of personal esteem and lets you know that you should be valued and important to your partner when you possess healthy self-esteem a high level of confidence or mild narcissism, you can still become successful business people, artists, entertainers, and trainers. Many famous people and actors are considered mild narcissists without being harmful to other people. They simply have high sense of self and don't meet the DSM-4 criteria for the personality disorder. These light narcissists do meet their partners and loved ones' emotional needs. They are able to share and give to others and can stop their self-focus when necessary. They're not harmful towards another that is the big difference and they're able to take responsibility for their mistakes they do apologize and learn from hurtful behaviors they do monitor their self-centered traits, using them to achieve rather than to hurt others so very many of our leaders are mild and healthy narcissists. So the diagnosis for NPD, which is a narcissistic personality disorder, include the following, extreme selfishness together with an excessive and constant need to be admired, adored, praised, and appreciated. Relationships are one-sided. They never apologize nor accept responsibility or blame and think of themselves as the superior partner. Generosity shown only when they feel personal gain will come from it. There's limited empathy towards others and greater concern with self-love or personal advantage. There is bragging, exaggerating and the belief that they are an expert in most things as well as being gifted and superior in their thoughts and ways. Their glory, status, perfection in their partner, fame, or prestige is consistently and addictively sought out. Others are degraded and their own accomplishments are seen as superior. They are unreasonable expectations from others. They include being highly perfectionist about their partner with special and favorable treatments expected from them. And this may occur with other addictions. So they become overreactive about being judged and are very sensitive to criticism. They'll make excuses for their action. They deny the truth, lie to you, blame you, and refuse to apologize. These defensive actions are severe when they perceive you are mistreating them. And if you're imperfect, you better watch out. You better be perfect looking, acting, or the perfect sex goddess, or they cannot tolerate it. They act smug, defiant, judgmental towards you or your actions hurting you with their passive aggressive anger. They don't recognize the extreme degree of harm caused by their actions, nor can they stop or regulate what they do. They deny failing to take responsibility for this destructive behavior. Their needs will always override those of their partner. You will almost always be blamed for their perceived pain, and they caused it themselves, or you were the damaged party. The studies last showed when I did this that 16% of mental health clients are diagnosed with NPD, and up to 75% are men. The diagnosis found equally in all professions, social, economic, and ethnic classes. They do hide their true self, which causes them constant anxiety, shame, and desperation. But initially, they present with charm, confidence, and charisma. And this is why so many people fall in love with a narcissist. Many do go on to become top politicians, top executives, and famous sports figures. The covert narcissist hides their traits and come across as normal and altruistic. They could be considered an expert, a leader, a spokesperson who does gain from their heightened status, but these type often seek admiration and control over others also. The worst type of narcissism is called malignant. People with malignant narcissism are paranoid, they doubt loyalty, and are actually killers within our society, like Hitler, Saddam Hussein, and Stalin. They are aggressive, controlling, manipulative, and self-obsessed. They create a new system of right and wrong and justify being harmful to others while trying to convince society their way is the right way. And they're good at it, aren't they? They may also become physically, sexually, and emotionally abusive. So the kindest and most productive narcissists are those who produce society's best achievements, are gifted leaders, have a great many followers, and can motivate and inspire others, They possess far-reaching vision and purpose and are often spiritually based. Keep in mind there's different levels of narcissism and you don't want to group everyone into one category. The second we will go into is the borderline personality disorder, BPD. This to me is one of the most damaging and it's the most persistent pattern of unstable personal relationships, self-image, Severe impulsivity. A lot of addictions are from this personality type, and this begins in early adulthood. This disorder would be diagnosed in the DSM-IV if half of these traits exist, and I'll go into nine. Instability in thinking, behavior, moods, self-image, and personal relationships. Desperate efforts made to avoid imagined or real abandonment unstable, intense, interpersonal relationships, having extreme devaluation and idealization of their partner. Very moody, very love you, hate you, love you, hate you. Actually, there's a TV commercial on Stanton Optical right now. This guy's flitting around. He goes, I love you. And he goes, I hate you. That's borderline right there. (laughs) I don't know why they use that character to advertise a product, but they are. Okay. Persistent, unstable, self-image, self-damaging impulsivity in the areas of sex, spending, binge eating, substance abuse and reckless driving, self mutilization gestures or threats of suicide and frequent sabotaging of relationships, intense mood swings, irritability and anxiety, inappropriate and intense rages and tantrums that are hard to control, paranoia and chronic feelings of emptiness. There's also very pervasive thought patterns They think these things, whether consciously or unconsciously, they will not voice them to you, but they will feel them. I must be loved all the time to feel worthy. I have no control over my emotions. No one cares for me as much as I care for them. I fight back and become bad if somebody wrongs me. I expect and can only be happy when I find that perfect, all-giving person to love me and take care of me unconditionally. You should be blamed and punished if you are bad i must be completely successful to feel worthwhile so the borderline transfers their own negative feelings and behaviors onto their partners leaving the partner with a feeling of walking on eggshells they criticize and blame their partner for the imagined offenses they believe if they act out you caused it and therefore it's your fault they did what they had to do nothing you can say or do can fix this everything you suggest triggers an angry and negative response the borderline fears love and intimacy because it makes them feel vulnerable they constantly test the degree of the love that you have for them the personality is split between needing and craving love and the fierce need for control and independence they fear abandonment and often become enmeshed with their partner meaning they love too closely and they'll then seek a way to sabotage the relationship they struggle with their own identity as well as having the narcissistic tendencies that strip away empathy for others. They don't have it. They use seduction or manipulation to meet their needs. But once they get too involved or enter commitments, such as marriage. They feel overwhelmed sabotage or will leave the relationship. If they feel criticized or suspect you don't love them, worship them, or committed enough to them, this sparks the rage of abandonment and personal meltdown. They're out to destroy everything in their path and when they will find the most hurtful way to punish their partner, destroying the very love that is most important to them. And this leaves the partner being very bewildered and of course very hurt. Now there's a lot more in this section on the borderline by Bipolar, briefly, because we are running out of time already, there's manic and depressive. With manic, it has to last seven days. You're going to see a lot of impulsivity, risky conduct, could involve spending, sexual promiscuity, racing thoughts and actions, overinflated feelings of importance or greatness, minimal sleep, talks too fast and too much, easily distracted, shifting rapidly amongst many topics and intense focus on one goal-oriented activity. Now, the major depressive episode should occur. Four of these over a two-week time period. Loss of energy and extreme fatigue. Chronic excessively sleepy. Inability to focus. Feeling sluggish or restless. Reoccurring thoughts of death, planned or attempted suicide. Significant weight loss or gain. These relations are also very difficult, especially if treatment is refused. Medication that can stabilize the mood, such as lithium along with antidepressants, can help control the substance. Getting enough sleep, exercise, eating healthy, limiting alcohol and caffeine are recommended. However, 90% of these marriages fail. So knowing early on if your partner is bipolar gives you the option to leave this high-risk relationship early on. That is just three of the 19 personality types that can break your heart. I want to finish by our inspirational reading. It says, day by day, I changing Today, I will turn all my present disappointments into new meaning for myself. The more I venture out and take risks in business or with male-female relationships, new ideas, the less fearful I become of blocks in my road to recovery. I can turn all disappointments into thankful learning experiences. I will also trust that my higher power will will guide me through difficult obstacles and lead me on the right road. In my family of origin, I suffered many disappointments. Now I can see that disappointments can teach me to be thoughtful and can spur me to persevere with my plans, projects and healthy emotional love. I will not let obstacles set me back on my journey to love. Recognizing my power-filled being, I depend on myself and good knowledge to change. And that's from Daily Affirmations from Roquel Lerner. So guys, we are soon wrapping up next week, we're going to go into falling in love with a con artist, sociopath, psychopath, a chronic cheater, oh my, and other toxic partners. So make sure you tune in. If you have any questions, write me at my new website, lessons in life and Love.com. You can also call in next week, write down the number, 866 451 1451. I appreciate you sharing the love and this link on the listening platform of your choice. Be sure to join me next week week. Live on Bullbrave Media right here at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We are on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart, and of course all the show archives can be found now on LessonsInLifeAndLove.com, the website. So you can share with your friends right from there. And all nine podcasts are currently there, and they do arrive there by Thursday. So, Transformer, that's all we have time for today. Thank you for tuning in tonight. And please tell your friends who you love and care about to join us next week. I appreciate you sharing the love and helping me change the way the world loves. And as always, I am here to help you have the love you desire and the love you deserve. God bless and have a beautiful week.
0: We want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne. Your personal journey of life and love transformation has only just begun. Go to RihannaMilne.com for more resources. And if you're really ready to take action to improve your life or love situation, apply now for a free life and love transformation discovery session with Rihanna, a $500 value. Just contact Rihanna with your questions and to tell her your story at RihannaMilne.com. And remember, it's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve.